Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. And we apologize, technical difficulties. We're talking to Blog Talk Radio about it. But we're really excited about today. We're probably going to go right into the show with you since we're a few minutes behind. Today's show is absolutely amazing. We're going to have our great host on, as usual, from the San Francisco and Oakland Bay area, Mr. Jay Logan. We have a special guest host today, Zaria Brown, our ambassador to listen gifts and to voice to the United Nations. And then we have Chase Bailey and Mary Bailey. We are so excited to have them on. They are such a special group of people. Uh, Chase is a young man with a cooking show. And I have to tell you guys, it's being seen globally. That is why we're so excited about it. And, you know, most often, you know, we talk about youth a lot here because not only because we feel that youth are the future, but as you know, we believe in Today, we actually most definitely believe in intergenerational communication where people communicate across the, uh, across all generations. And that's why we asked Ms. Bailey to be on. But we're, before going any further, we're going to bring on Jay and Zaria because we have Mr. Ms. Bailey and also Chase on as well, given our um, technical difficulties this afternoon. And, again, we apologize for that. So we're going to bring on Mr. Jay Logan. Hi, Jay. How are you today? I'm doing wonderful today up here in this wonderful California, state of California. We have a lot of fires, Gail. But other than that, um, we're holding in there. Well, guess who we're going to bring on? Our guest host and our Listen Given Savoy ambassador to the U.N. We're going to bring on Miss Zaria Brown. Miss Zaria Brown, how are you? Great, thank you. How about yourself? Absolutely wonderful. We're glad to have you on as our special guest host with Chase Bailey and his mother, Mary Bailey. Are you ready to get into the show, Zaria? Of course. Okay. And, Mr. Logan, are you ready to get into the show? Willing to go. Okay. So, Jay, you know, we have to give Zaria a little fun here today since we're just starting, you know, she's just starting out. Zaria, so we're going to get – we're going <laughs> to – Give you a little bit of a hard time today. Is that okay with you, Jay? Should we give her a little hard time? Yes, we should give her a hard time. Sorry, I'm sorry, but I'm we're going to give you a hard time this morning. Not too Over hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Jay and I we like to joke around, and Jay's a little worse than I am, so you're going to really get it from him. But without further ado, oh, Jay, we're going to bring on. Chase Bailey and Mary Bailey. Chase and Mary, welcome. We're sorry for the, the technical glitch this morning. Hi. Hi there. Can how you are? hear us? Hello, yes, hello, hello. Can. How are you? Hi. Hi. We're good. How are you? We are so happy to have you on. Uh, Chase and Mary, we want you to meet our host, uh, Jay Logan here, who's from the San Francisco hello. Bay Area. And we also Hi, have... Uh, and we also Hello. have um, <clears throat> Daria uh, Brown here, who is a student, an international baccalaureate student out of Florida, who is also going to be our guest host today with you and Chase. Is that okay with you, Mary and Chase? Sounds good. good. Hi, Daria. Hi, Daria. Hi. <laughs> so, you know, um, Chase and Mary, we have a series of questions for you today around your journey as a chef, Chase. And Mary is a parent we asked, uh, we're going to talk with you about being the parent and, you know, being with Chase on this journey together with him. And um, we ask that you guys don't give away all the good stuff, okay? 
So we ask you to tell your answers, answers to the questions because we want to hear all the good stuff. So I do believe that Miss Zaria is starting off today with you. Yes. Okay. Well okay. So uh, first of all, can I just say that we're so glad to have you on the show. And um, Chase, I hear that you love making all different types of dishes, but that this wasn't always the case. Uh, would you share with our audience what your first five favorite foods were? My first five favorite foods? Yes, the ones that you said you only ate in the beginning. In the beginning? Yes. Um, sorry. I I love pizza, mm. chicken stars, fish fries, five-layer dips from Trader Joe's chips. And chocolate chip cookies. And, yeah, that's it. Not bad choices, I have to say. (laughs) (laughs) Not bad choices from a flavor standpoint, but from a health standpoint, it was not the best. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Not not fun. (laughs) (laughs) The chocolate chip cookies sound good, though. I have to tell you. Yeah, that was uh, something else. Those were the days. <laughs> I don't miss them. <laughs> and, um, Jay, I know you had a question for them. Yes, uh, Chase, okay, when you look at your first cooking show on TV, when you looked at your first show, what was it? that motivated you to go speak to your mother about eating something different than those five favorite foods that you liked? Um, watching the cooking shows. But what motivated you um, by um, eating something different than those five, those first five favorite foods? What, what changed? What made you change? I don't know. I can't explain it. He, uh, <laughs> he's, he's very short on the phone. I apologize. <laughs> very just directed to the point, right? Yeah. He, um, I'll help fill in a little bit. Is that okay? Sure. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. He, um, you know, he did kind of have a um, that burning bush moment, and uh, I, it was the the cooking shows though that really did help him with that. Uh, sort of coming out and um, realizing that food isn't as scary as he he once thought it was. So I think that just those, you know, in the beginning for him, it was a combination of, you know, we we take for granted um, with food that we're really engaging all of our senses, our our sight, even hearing it cook, smelling it, tasting it, um, texture, all of our our, um, senses are engaged. So for a child like Chase, that can be extremely overwhelming to have to process all of those things at one time. So for him, I think that um, really just having the opportunity to develop a relationship with food from a safe distance by watching these cooking shows um, was that beginning piece. It was like, okay, I've seen it. I see people enjoying it, and so I can take it to the next step. And um, and that's kind of where the, the journey for him started. And it did take a while. I mean, it was a long time for him to be watching these shows. It took months for him to finally get to that point where he said, you know, I think I'm going to try something here. Um, and and I'll, I've asked him that same question, you know, what was it that did it? And he, he, he really can't explain it. He's like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I just all of a sudden felt that way. <laughs> wow. wow. Well, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, Miss Bailey, this question is for you. We have learned that Chase, you know, has autism, and a lot of people think they know what autism is. But would you share what autism is for our audience, and how mm-hmm. that, you know, how that could have actually um, been involved in Chase's first five food choices? Oh, um, gosh. Well, autism. Um, is is very complicated, <laughs> and that's why there, it's still a mystery to so many. But um, to put it very uh, in a very, uh, I guess in a very in layman's terms, it just their mind works differently. It's a 
um, I, I hate to say use the word disorder, but um, some people will say that it's a um, behavioral disorder um, that, uh, I'm sorry, a neurological disorder, I'm sorry, that affects behavior. Um, but, you know, I really, I struggle with that because there's so many um, talents that these um, children and adults have that it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's I, I'm trying to find the right words here, but it can be a little, um, you know, depending upon which end of the spectrum the child falls on, um, it could be a huge gift, you know, this quote-unquote disorder. <laughs> so, um, you know, that's basically it, though. It's just that their brains work differently, and that's what that's the way I explain it to Chase. Got it. Got it. And and how did that affect his first five food, you know, um, choices? Because, you know, for me, I go to a restaurant, I'll eat that same dish every single day, Okay. And you know that must mean that all of us, our brain works, our brains work differently. Because if I love something, I just keep eating it, and I'll eat the rest on the menu at some point. But I will eat that same exact thing. So you know, I, I think you know I'm a lot like you in your in, in, in your interview on Chase's site. I really wonder how much we label because you know I must have autism too then, because. <laughs> I, I eat the well, same you know, foods over and over. There's, yeah, there's different behaviors though that cat that would categorize a, a child as being as um, having autism. And I am no doctor, so I'm not the best person to get into the details of it. But for Chase, it was it wasn't just the um, severe food aversions. Um, he also had she struggled with eye contact, um, social uh, behavioral um, challenges fine motor, speech delay, cognitive processing. There were a lot of different things in there that um, contributed to that diagnosis. So it Got wasn't it. just food aversions, right. Um, and it changes for different children. And like I said, you know, autism is a spectrum. So, you know, you're going to have a spectrum of different types of um, behaviors. There are some that are traditionally the same across the board, some more severe than um, others. But um, as far as Chase, that being a part of Chase choosing those five foods, um, you know, there's different, even different theories on that. You know, I've had some people say, oh, you know, they gravitate towards the yellow foods, chicken stars and french fries and corn chips and all those <laughs> things that are yellow. And, they, you know, there's other people who say, oh, they're going to gravitate towards the carbs and, um, you know, I, I'm not a doctor. I don't know. Well, I just know from well, the parents' you, perspective. I must have been autistic starting out myself then. It's, uh, that's all my favorite foods when I was a kid. But, <laughs> so, you know, right? Exactly. <laughs> but, so, um, yeah, thank you for sharing that with us. Ms. Bailey, no I have an, uh, another question for you and then one for Chase. Okay. So, uh, when you found out that Chase was diagnosed with autism, you didn't let that impede him for going for his goals. And first, I'd like to comment and say that that is so amazing because your parenting is uh, really reminds me of my parents and the support that you give. But um, as Aww. a parent, um, what what thing? You're welcome. I think that's so beautiful. Um, what? Did you have to overcome? What were some of your personal obstacles that you had to overcome to support Jason in his endeavors? Oh gosh, jeez, um, that's a good question. You know, I think that um, it's funny because I, I, I guess the best way to answer that question is to say that I had to really let go of my preconceived ideas of being a parent. You know, I grew up in a family of fourteen. And, um, you know, we pretty much help raise each other. You know, I have fantastic parents, but, um, and my mom taught us, you know, how to take care of each other. And I had never seen anything like this. I'd never had to deal with this. Um, so when I first became a parent, I thought, oh, this is no problem. You know, I can do this with my eyes closed. You know, I, <laughs> I got all these brothers and sisters. I know how to change diapers. I know it all, right? But... <laughs> And getting this diagnosis, it was like, okay, wait a minute. 
to back to the drawing board because I have no clue what I'm doing now. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. So I really had to let go of all of those preconceived ideas, um, like I said, of being a parent and what mm-hmm. that traditional parent's role is and um, really open myself up to um, – that give and take uh, relationship in order to really get to know my child. And, you know, I say this all the time and kind of earn that PhD in my child. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, with a lot of kids, you can kind of do this uh, same kind of, you know, there's some fundamental things that you can do the same as you're teaching them and, you know, as uh, they're growing up. But, you know, when you have a child that is on the spectrum, you do have to look outside the box. And um, it's, to me, it's been a, an amazing experience. I don't, um, I don't regret a moment of it. I think it's just, I think Chase is a phenomenal um, person. I always get emotional, so you'll have to excuse me if I get <laughs> beclamped. But anyways, I, I hope that answers your question. Yes, it does, and thank you for sharing. So um, my question for Chase is um, I want to know what you cooked on your first cooking show and how you think your show has changed from the very first time you did it. Uh, my my first uh, video was my Mixy Burger video. Mm-hmm. How, how did she, how did and, you feel it, um, like, as, you, as we've done the shows, how do you feel they've changed? Do you feel like they've gotten better each show, or do you feel like? Um, I think I feel like it got better each show. Because, like, the first one was, like, in old-fashioned. Then, like, a few videos later, it got brighter and more professional. Mm. Nice. Mm. Chase. When did you start interviewing chefs on your show? And how did you get how did you get these chefs on your show? How did you get them to be on your show? And when did you start getting, you know, chefs, you know, to come on your show? I sent emails to uh, Roy Choi. Or ah. He was the first chef. Mhm. Wow. Yeah, and he agreed. <laughs> yeah, he went to wow. uh, we <laughs> we saw the we saw the movie Chef, um, the John Favreau film, and uh, he, you know, once he really gets into something, he studies and studies and studies it. So he watched that show several times and learned about Roy Choi and um, his involvement with the movie, and then had me take him to uh, one of his restaurants. and And while we were there, he asked for a card. Um, so that he could send him an email. <laughs> so I said, okay, well, that's cool. Let's go for it. <laughs> oh, wow. So um, <laughs> so we did. He sat down and he typed the email himself and um, uh, sent it to his, uh, his people. <laughs> and they responded back to him right away and said, yeah, we, you know, Roy would love to do it. How can we make this happen? So that was, wow. uh, that was the beginning of that, uh, of having guests on the show. And, so, wow. did, he think of this, did he think of this idea himself, like to get these chefs? Um, yes. Wow. Yeah, he he has a very well. It's one of the things that that um, I really admire about Chase is that he has a um, he has the mind of a dreamer, and I think that that's fantastic because when you have a dream, um, you and you are able to hold on to it, then you're also able to take those steps in order to achieve it. And uh, so many people will have a vision or have a dream, but they don't have the strength or the courage sometimes to hold on to that dream. And, and Chase, you know, I, I really respect that about him, and I've, I've learned that from him. And he just, his attitude is, hey, why not? You know, why, why not try it? Why not ask? <laughs> I love it. I love it. You like that a lot, girl. You, you, you. I, I know. I know. Trust me. Don't get me started. Uh, Chase, first of all, I want to ask you, Chase, do you know how amazing and beautiful that you are? I do. 
Well, I want you to know that you. I'm, I'm very inspired. I'm very inspired by you, Chase. Do you know that? Thank you. I'm very, very inspired by you, and and feel that of all the people that Jay and I and even Zaria and uh, our guest hosts have interviewed, I am more excited to interview you and your mom today than ever before because you and your mom remind me of my mom and my brother and and I. So. I just want you to know that that is why I'm so excited about interviewing you. Wow. Thank you so much. So, um, Chase, the meals you make, i got to ask you this. i got two questions for you. Do you use in, in, organic ingredients? Sometimes. You do? And yes. I saw it, it, it seems pretty cool. And, you know, I saw some dishes from other cultures, and some that you even mixed yourself, like the apricot, I think they were apricot balls or something um, like that, with t- and, and tempura. Yeah. That oh. looks good, man. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, they're called, they're called apricot maize balls. Yeah. So, you know, if you want to send some to me, I'll give you and your mom <laughs> my address, and, and you can pack them in, you know, some, some really, you know, in um. And some ice for me, and overnight it. I'll even pay for the overnight fees, okay? Okay. All right, because they look really good. And you know, my husband and I were looking at them last night, and we we're like, okay, we either have to, you know, we don't want to do it ourselves because we know we we're not going to do well with tempura batter. Um, so we'll definitely have you send them over. Mm. And then, you know, my other question was, I saw you had an Asian chef on. I was wondering, do you have a love for Asian dishes? Um, yes, if you have a love for Asian dishes. Um, I love, like, chow mein and ramen. Okay. And so have you made any dishes like that, or are you going to make some? Because, like I said, you can just send them over here to the East Coast. (laughs) 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 Do you deliver? Do you deliver? Yeah. Yeah, What's that? I was just going to ask Chase, so are you going to make any more Asian dishes? And then you can send some to me when you do. Definitely. Okay, <laughs> great. I'm interested. How do you decide uh, what dishes you're going to cook? Um, oh, oh, so what do you do? Um, he wants to know how you decide what you want to cook. Um, well, I just sometimes think of different kinds of food, like dancing about nachos or something, right? Mm -hmm. And, And I just try to put a little something to it, like something new that that's not have that hasn't been into. And um, I see that you did something for National Autism Month. Can you tell us what that was like and how it felt to support such an important cause? Um, remember when you cooked with? Um, mm-hmm. you remember when you cooked with Chef Daniel? And you did your um, own recipe. Oh yeah, yeah, cooked with Chef Daniel to help me take mm. my recipes. My mac and my, my my mac and cheese recipe. <laughs> uh, what was the and second part of that question? Uh, uh, what was that like for you? Oh, um, it was pretty awesome because when we're when when I when we were finished, he 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 made put on a on the specials, so like. So oh, everyone wow. can try. Wow. Yeah, then for the, put on as many for the day. That's pretty impressive. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I was, I, this is a question for you, Miss Bailey. As okay. a parent, you know, as a parent, you know, I'm a parent, and, you know, I was wondering, uh, in supporting your son in becoming a chef, what has it taken on your part to do so? Do you have to like travel with him to different venues or get him ready? How do you? Uh, what do you do? You know, how do you, how do? You, what does it take to you know to do everything that you do? 
Any managing? Oh, you know, I. <laughs> it's funny. I think that a lot of people. Um, I think any time, and because you're a parent, you probably know this. I think a lot of people um, can look at something on the outside, and it seems like a lot of work, and it's very um, difficult. But I think any time you're doing something to um, support your child. Um, it's a joy, so it doesn't feel like it's a lot of work, you know. So I do, hmm. I do travel with him. I do work with him in the kitchen. I do, um, you know, uh, help him, you know, in the development of his recipes and do all those things. But it's, um, and I do have help, by the way. I, I like I said, I have a big family, and they're all supportive and um, do what they can to help out. But um, it's. It's work, but it's enjoyable, you know. It's not like your um, average going into a, a job every day and, um, you know, nose to the grindstone. It's it's a different kind of work. Wow. Wow, bro, I want to trade kids. Then. Maybe I can trade kids with my kid. Is Hey, Chase, man, you're great, man. You, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe you can work it out. You know, I get the chef, and then Jarena can come over there with her. You know, you know what to do. Uh, you're going to start your own show instead of white. Uh, I don't. I don't think. Ju- I don't think Jelena will be happy when she hears that. But I am not going to get. I, I, you're going to have to pay the wrath for that one, Jay Logan. Uh, <laughs> I like Chase. I think Chase would be better. Oh, I am. I oh, Jelena's really going to give it to you. Um, uh, Zaria, we didn't hear what Jay just said. Okay. Um, yeah. Nope. I'm bored. <laughs> so, Chase. I have two questions for you. What is really important to you about your food show? Oh, that's a good that's question. A question. Yeah. What's important to you about your show? Um, like if, huh. like having good guests. Oh. <laughs> okay. And good and food. <laughs> what? Well, and the other thing is, what do you want other kids like you to know that they can accomplish too? Like you've accomplished this food show, Chase. What do you want to tell other kids about their dreams? Just work hard. Okay. Make it happen. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, very profound. But simple, but to the point. Short and sweet. <laughs> yeah. I, and, so, and not only is it short and sweet, but it actually hit me right between the eyes because it is so simplistic. We think too hard as people. And what Chase just said, Chase, that was really great. You know, just work hard and make it happen. And that, oh, that, that's amazing. Thank you, Chase. Because, I mean, as simple as that is, we make it so hard with so many of these uh, these gurus and telling us how we can create and whatever. And really, it's just do it. Thanks, Chase. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, I Bailey. Think that, oh, go ahead. No, no, please. No, it's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> so um, what do you want to say to other parents in supporting their children? and uh, the dreams of their children, especially those who um, have this con- this uh, preconception that their kids should be in careers um, such as a lawyer or a doctor because they think that their child won't make enough money doing something more creative. You know, I, I think that adult they, um, that old saying, you know, rings true, and that is that, you know, if you do what you love, the money will come, you know. And um, I think it's important for parents to, uh, again, you know, just learn their children, not learn who you want them to be, but learn who they actually are. And um, and in the process, you'll find that they have some incredible uh, gifts, natural gifts that were given to them. And... Um, there's nothing wrong with them wanting to utilize those gifts, you know. It, they have those gifts for a reason, and the best thing they can do is help them nurture um, those gifts and cultivate relationships in those um, arenas 
where they want to work and um and they'll see that their child um will not only be happier um but they will be able to be independent and take care of themselves and do all of those things um it's just again you know it's developing the relationship with your child and when you develop a relationship with anybody you can't impose anything on them you know you have to allow them to be themselves um and it's a, it's a gift it's wonderful hmm. thank you well chase um how old are you now chase how, how old are you um i am 13 so you're 13. Okay, let's say, Chase, for the future, do you want to be a chef all your life? Well, or what do you want to do for the future? Are you going to be a chef? Or are you going to be a scientist? Or are you going to tell us what you're going to do later? You're 13 now. So when you get my age, 21. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you get me a girl's age. <laughs> Excuse me? Um, I'm Stacey or 21. Chase. Chase, he's really the old one, okay? He's really old, Chase. Don't let him fool you, Chase. He's really old. Okay, go ahead. Chase. Sorry about that. Um, well, I want to have my own cooking show, but I want to be like a comedy so I can act in it too because I love acting. Wow. And I really oh. And Ooh. I want to keep having guests on my show to teach different recipes. And I want to have my own cookbook at a restaurant. Then I want to be a director and a producer. I also want to start a foundation to help other kids to be able to make their dreams come true. Oh, wow. Woo! We got a job ahead of him. Oh, I'm yeah. trying to be ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> He's got well, a career path. Yes, he does. Um, but, Chase, remember, since we had you on the show, Zari and I and Jay, we get the food free, okay, when you open your restaurant. <laughs> okay, so I, I just want you to remind you of this time when you get older. So that, you know, cause I'm, I'm definitely going to be coming for your 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 apricot maize balls and your mac and cheese hamburger. So, um, Chase and Miss Bailey, I'd like to yep. know where have you tra- traveled for the show, and Chase, I want to know what is your favorite dishes and with what chef you love cooking with. So I'll start first with the first one. Where have you traveled for the show? Where have both of you traveled, Chase? Uh, to film the show? Oh, uh, yeah, to do the show anywhere. Where have you traveled in general because of the show? You know, we've pretty much stayed local um, for the show. Um, I, the farthest we've gone to actually film is in L.A., but for our um, website and for the blog, we've been to Washington, D.C., and Philadelphia, and we've been to um, several places, San Francisco and, and California. And uh, we went to, recently we went to the United Kingdom and uh, did some uh tasting there at different uh, restaurants and a few Michelin uh, star restaurants, which was pretty exciting, and we wrote about those. So we haven't we haven't been able to go outside yet of uh, the our immediate sort of L.A., Orange County area in order to film, but we're working on it. Ms. Bailey, I think you're being a little humble. You've been to the U.K. <laughs> I okay. know, I know. That was so I know, so great. that's a, that's. Yeah, so we, I think that that does exercise being outside of your, what you say, small area. That's big time, okay? Um, <laughs> yeah, well, we haven't filmed there. That would have been a, a, a dream if we could have filmed. But um, but it was fantastic to be able to go and to expose Chase to another part of the world and different types of foods and, and um, different culture and the the whole thing was it was really great and I'm looking forward to being able to do more of those things for him. Yes, it, it's amazing. I you know, uh Jay and I've had our businesses there for several years and I uh, love London and um Zaria has been there herself and her sister is going to school there now. So it it's amazing. And so here's my next uh question. Chase, these two questions are strictly for you, okay my friend? Yes, for I you. I want to know <laughs> 
Chase, I want to know what your favorite dishes are, Guy, and what chefs did you love cooking with? Like my favorite dishes that I made? Yes, your favorite dishes that you've made or that you've made together with chefs. What are your favorite, favorite dishes? There doesn't have to be one. You can shoot a few. My, my favorites are my pa- my peanut butter cup pound cake mm-hmm. and my meat jelly pizza and my strong and spicy burger. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you sending them over? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. She wants to know if you're mailing them out to her. <laughs> she could try it. Oh, and there's this, and there's a cheap, the cheesy ramen diet cookbook for choice. Okay, so you can tell me about all of these fantastic dishes, but are you going to send it to me in the mail, Chase? Can I have them in the mail, Chase, please? <laughs> I would like to put an order in too because um, it's almost lunchtime here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They may go bad on the way there. Yeah, they might be trash. Unless they want me to send you some of my amazing honey. <laughs> I, I will, I'll take anything. I, I've seen your dishes, and they look mouth-watering. So I know Zaria, oh, yeah. has another que- Zaria has another question for you guys. Yeah. Chase, I was very interested to hear you talk about um, acting. So I was watching your videos, and I did notice you, you are a very funny and very um, cheeky with your guests. So um, I just want to know more about your uh, what kind of things you're involved with in acting. Like, um, are you in an acting club? Do you um, in your community or anything like that? Um, I take acting classes. Oh, for how long? For how long? Yeah, about oh, even... oh, wow. Do you have, um, like, a favorite genre? Um, I like comedy acting. Oh. That's, That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, here's well, more... comedy to say. Like somebody... And, um... So, Zari, do you have any questions for his mom? Any last questions for his mother? Um, no, just um, just again, it's, it's uh, listening to you speak about your son is really just I, I don't know how else to say it except beautiful, and I, I think that um, a lot of parents can learn from you. So, thank you for being on the show today. Oh, thank oh, you. A pleasure. <laughs> well, I have a question. Gail, Gail, I have a question, and you know, Gail says this is our part of the show. We can ask anything we want. So my Uh-oh. question is, <laughs> Chase, have you looked at your avatar? You know, you when I go to your website, have you did you design this avatar because you're wearing headphones? So I know if you, I know you're cooking and stuff, but you got a basketball in your hand, you got a controller, you got all the stuff around you. Do you like music too? Because you know, even though you're a chef. I'm wondering, do you cook with headphones? Because you got headphones on your avatar. Did you notice that? Talking yes, I did. Oh, on your yeah. Background. Yeah, I noticed them. You, 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 you listen to music while you cook? Yeah, I I love wearing flip-flops. <laughs> so I mean, I'm from California. Uh, oh, okay. What, what music do you listen to while you're cooking? What music do you listen to? Uh, um... I'm more like a dancing electronic guy. Oh, interesting. Yeah, DJ, yeah. DJ music. Oh, so electronic. So you look also. You look also. You listen to uh, electronic dance music, man. Pretty much. Yeah. EDM. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We rock, man. That's where we at. I just wanted to know, Gail, because you know when he sends it in the mail, we can send him some music. We can send him maybe some music. He sends us the food. We can send send him some uh, electronic dance music, and maybe you know we can barter and get this wonderful food over here. Because I'm I'm in San Francisco. <laughs> so I'm waiting for my plate. <laughs> After you get the ladies first, you know, Mary and Gail, and then remember Jay out here. You know, send some out here. I know it'll be. Just send it out here. I'll, I'll warm it up in a in my stove. I won't even use a microwave. I promise. <laughs> you know, 
I, I tell you what, Miss Bailey and Chase, Chase, I'll give you a good idea in exchange for uh, dry ice and sending food over, okay? Um, so, so Chase, you guys are really good. Oh, yes, we are. You see, Chase, you guys are really bargaining hard here. Yes, we are, because we think, I'm thinking, Chase, the mac and cheese burger, okay? You can actually put that on dry ice and overnight it through Federal Express. It'll get here just fine. I, what? I, I think they got a whole plan. <laughs> they got a whole so, plan. Wow. So, Chase, my last question to you is you're doing such amazing work, okay? Thank you. And you want, you're welcome. And you want to start a foundation to help other young people achieve their dreams. Am I correct? Yes. Okay. So, Chase, what we're going to be doing at Listen Give, we go out to about 110 countries. We're going to be supporting you and your foundation along the way, okay? And okay. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to start you out. Um, we are launching a very big project this month, okay? And we will okay. send some of the proceeds to your to Sarah over in the UK and your mother for you to help start your your foundation for other kids. How's that sound to you? That sounds awesome. Thank you. And then and then we will be supporting you with your show and your mother with your show um, by putting it on all our social media outlets and any work that we'll let the United Nations know the good work you're doing. You are a hero, sir. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, guys. That's so awesome. So, and Ms. Bailey, we're not, we're not finished now, okay? Ms. Bailey, we also want to support you as a mother, okay? And other mothers who are really such amazing um, parents like you are, we're going to uh, be writing on you about the amazing work you've done to support your son, not just as autism, but a parent. I mean, you as a parent, really, a lot of parents, as Zaria said, could learn from you. So with that, we just thank you and Chase so much mm-hmm. for being on our show today. It really oh, has been thank amazing. You. Thank you for having us. It's been a pleasure. And we want to know, will Chase come back later in the year and tell us more about what's going on with him? Will you come back on our show later, Chase, in the year? Yeah. What the heck? Okay. Well, thank you both for being on our show. Thank you for having us. It was great. You guys are so fun. <laughs> well, thank Yay. you. Come back. <laughs> so thank you, and we hope you both have a great day. And Chase and Mary, would you tell them where they can find out more about you, Chase? Tell everyone what your website is, Mr. Bailey. My website is chaseinyourface.com. Oh. Okay, thank you so much, guys, and you have an amazing day. Thank Thank you. You guys as well. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Now, Zaria, Zaria, you are our guest host today. So we are are going to be going into um, a little bit with you two here as our guest host. So, Jay, you know, we told her we weren't going to make it easy for her. Am I right? Oh, God. Yes, we did. Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. So, you know, Jay, we, you know, I, I'm going to start with giving her a little bit of a hard time here or so, okay? So, Zaria, okay. We, Zaria, Jay and I kind of had you on the show before, so we know how you like to prepare for things, you know? So what we've decided to do is catch you off guard today. What do you think about that? Wow. That's terrible. <laughs> So, so Jay and I, you know, we always love having teenagers on because, you know, we get to be, well, I'm already a teen. Jay is really old. And um, so, <laughs> well, we want to kind of ask you, you know, Jay has um, an organization, too. We're both partnered up with Listen Givers, you know, where he helps youth around the world who have gone through different experiences. And um, with Listen Give, 
we look at youth and education, so that's why Jay and I are partners, and we really love making a difference. But, you know, we don't get to hear the fun stuff from the, you know, the youth all the time because we're always serious about everything we do. So I want to ask you something. What is it that us adults do, okay, that we make so many assumptions about kids that you kids laugh at? Like, give us one example of things that us as older people make uh, assumptions about teenagers. And you guys, you teenagers have your conversations about us adults. And you're like, they don't even know the half of it. They think they know. And we, <clears throat> they have no idea. Can you share us, like, one small example of that? Um, I don't know. And that's, a, that's one of those questions that, like, I feel like later on in the week I'll be in a conversation with a friend and then I'll be like, oh, now I know. <laughs> I ha- you'll have to yeah. call me back when my dad annoys me about something. Oh, she doesn't want to tell us that we're, we're slow. She, she, she's so nice. Tell the truth. Just say, you guys are so fast with oh. the computers, real crash with the iPads and the phones and the tech. We just come on, get, you know. Because I know uh, we're slower than you guys. And they laugh at us for that, Gail, sometimes. I know. I know okay. they do. <laughs> they, yeah, you know, like, uh, that, my mom. Your mom, what? She texts with one finger. What not enough for a text, mom. <laughs> it's, it's a te- it's not even a text. It's a te. Well, wait, wait a second. Wait a minute. Um, I text with one finger, so that's uh, normal. Okay, no, that's normal not. to text with one. That's the, it's normal to this text means with one more. finger. <laughs> okay. I just want you to know that I texted one finger, oh, Zari. So. Okay. We're not. Um, we're not old people. Well, I can't. <laughs> I can't really um, think of one off the top of my head. But um, if I was going to just like generalize it, I'd say one of the biggest mistakes that um, adults, especially adults with kids, have one of the biggest misconceptions is that we don't understand or we don't really uh, know what's happening in our surroundings. And, I mean, sometimes that's the truth, but, you know, if you pay close enough attention, it is phenomenal how much we actually pick up. And um, even if we won't necessarily understand the words that are coming out of your mouth, we can understand a tone. We can pick up body language so uh, I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions that adults generally have about kids is that we don't understand, but we do. And, Jay, before you get into ask uh, uh, Zaria a question, I just have one quick question. Zaria, you did, uh, um, you did something for us. Um, that is going to be included or may be included as a TED Talk. And it was a very powerful exercise that you did at school, okay? And um, it, it was about where kids would see themselves economically in the exercise. Could you share that with our audience, if you wouldn't mind, and Jay? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so it was pretty much, uh, it was pretty much an exercise that dispels this myth about being, about this idea of a level playing field. So um, our teacher had us uh, line, uh, in a line, all the students in the class, line up side by side, um, uh, a, a good amount of feet away from this fence. And she said, this fence is supposed to represent the American dream. And um, then she she would say um, things to describe us, and she'd either, after she said uh, a requirement, she'd tell us either to step back or to step forward. For example, she'd start off with, if you are white, take a step forward. If you are... Um, a person of color, take a step back. And um, right there, that already uh, shows you a the white privilege, pretty much. And she went down a long list of things that involved um, your things that you 
are predetermined by birth, things like religion, things like your economic, your, your family's economic status. And um, lo and behold, the closest people to the fence by the end of the round was white male Christian, which just goes to show um, goes to show just what kind of uh, a world we live in. Even if we we think that everything is fair and square, not usually the case. And as a student, what did you learn from that exercise? What was your takeaway from that? Um, just, uh, well, I mean, my family has always uh, taught me to be very socially aware, very conscious of the um, of how the world works. So, I mean, for me, it wasn't a rude awakening. It was just a reminder that, you know, okay, yeah, I'll have to work twice as hard. That's, I mean, it, it shouldn't be the case, but unfortunately, at this point in time, that's that's where it is. And hopefully, as time goes on, we can work to change that. If you if if you had your way, what would you like to change? If the if someone came to you and said, "This is we're giving you the reins." What are you going to do with this world? What would you do for everyone economically? What would you do for what would you do for climate change? What would you do? Oh jeez. Wow. I don't think anyone should have such powers. I don't know. I I I might scare myself into um doing nothing because there's uh always that fear that um it might end up worse than when we started. I mean I can't, uh, I don't know what to say specifically. I, I, everyone just, you could throw around the world, the word equality, but that, that concept means nothing without actions to support that. So I don't know. I, I'd, I'd have to go into, become a hermit for a little while and <laughs> come back we'll give later. Us, well, give us, give us one action that you would take. That's really that you're really passionate about that you would make a difference in. Just uh, about teaching youth more tolerance, more social awareness, because I know that exercise for me wasn't a rude awakening, but for some of the other students it was. Uh, so just that teaching pe- teaching teaching people about tolerance and social awareness, and as far as um, the world goes, you kind of almost want to press the rewind button back to before humans were there. But um, from where we are now, I just think it's important that big corporations and governments support this um, this movement to become more green and support companies that are making these choices that are more expensive, but are better for the world we're going to live in. So just encouraging that. That sounds amazing. Now I have one last one, and I think Jay has maybe two or three for you, and then we'll be done. Um, my last question right. is what do, you th- what do you think about girls and boys working together in partnership versus girls being focused on equality when equality already exists? If you're fighting for something that already exists, you're giving more power, that's my opinion, to the other. What do you think about what I just said? Um, I think that uh, you have to be careful saying that equality already exists. I think to a certain degree equality does exist. Um, equality exists for everything and everyone. You could say that about religions, about sexual orientation, about this. Equality does exist. Because that's our God-given right or whoever you believe uh, created us, that we're all equal. But when you put the human, the, the, when you add in social context, there's no longer equality. There's, that, then equality doesn't exist. It's kind of like, um, I know this is kind of on a tangent, but it's kind of like race. 
where um, race doesn't actually exist on a um, biological standpoint, but because of uh, societies we live in, they create the concept of race. Anyways, to go back to your whole uh, boys and girls working together, um, I do believe it needs to be emphasized over um, just looking at women because it kind of, doing so kind of um, isolates them further than they already are. But but um, that's why I think a lot of the work that's being done now with women is very important because they really emphasize getting males involved and how women can't truly be equal in a society, through a societal lens without um, having men involved. And so I think that's becoming a lot more that I think that's becoming stressed a lot more nowadays. Thank you. Well, Jay, you have the floor with Ms. Aria here. Hello, Jay. Hello. Uh, Hello. Hello. Long time no hear from, but I want to say, let's say I was a genie, and I was going to give you three magical powers. But you only can have one of them, Zara. You can have one of them. So your first magical power would be time. You can either have all the time you want, or in our second magical power would be Money, wealth. You can have all the money and all the beautiful riches of the world. And the third magical power would be health. I want to know which one would you choose and why? Um, right off the bat, I got to say no to the money, just because money can fix a lot of things, but some problems throwing money at doesn't help the cause. Um, health is important. Health is very important, especially if you want to do the time, time, goodness, time. Yes. That's really hard. Well, I. So you. She's got. Well, the wishes is running out. You got to hurry. All right, I'll give you have time. To... <laughs> okay, you have time. <laughs> so why why would you take time? Why why? Um, I don't know. I um, I just feel like um, a lot of things can be fixed with time, and more time gives you more time to think about things. Whereas I, I feel like a, a lot of bad decisions come from just like the the fear of time passing too quickly, so that you won't be able to think. Um, you don't have the chance to think. So I, I pick time. I think if everyone had a little bit more time. A lot of things could be different. That is so cool because you can replace the money. You can go to the doctor and maybe work on your health a little, but you cannot replace your time. You can't get it back. That's so, so that is the. <laughs> and, and did you have any? My la- huh? No, no, there go you ahead. Go. I'm sorry. No, no, I, no, no, I don't want to get off because I'm. Oh, I was just saying, okay, so now we know you don't have the time, so if you had all this time, what would you do with it? Um, <laughs> if I had all that time, I'd um, play my instrument more, um, I'd study for SATs more, <laughs> yes. um, I'd watch more Game of Thrones, uh, <laughs> the possibility wow. is endless. That's what it, I mean. That's what we always we need. You, know, you play your instrument, and you know that's what I was talking to Gail about. You know, you never ever achieve perfection when you're trying to play an instrument. Like I'm still trying to go over um, some Brahms that I should have learned maybe when I was your age, and I still can't play it correctly. You never get you never get enough time, Gail. And no matter what your appetite is, if it's education, you just never get enough time. And, and, you know, it just flies so quick. Look how look how you've grown so much, Daria, since the last time you've been on here. We you know it's just golly, you got yeah, bigger and bigger and bigger. I, <laughs> I was I was talking to uh, my aunt earlier today, and she was. Um, I, I realized that it has been seven years since we. Uh, went on a trip together. So I was like, wow, that's pretty much half of my life. I didn't even realize it had been that long. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. You and know. That, and I, given that said, Gail, 
time is important, and you, that's the most important thing is take advantage of all these gifts you have on your instrument. All the all the young people out there, you know, me and Gail included, um, you don't get a lot of time. So that's the key. That's the key. Even for our guest that was on the show, you know, he's going to grow up. He's going to be the chef. You know, the time that you do what you're going to do, do it and do it while you're young. Exactly. And, Zaria, we just thank Jay and I thank you for being on the show today and sharing yourself. And um, will no, you come back? No, thanks for having uh, me on. Oh, no problem. And will you come back in, later in the year with us or next year and do another show with us? Of course. Okay, well, we, make sure you say hello to your aunt. She's an amazing woman. And, um, <laughs> yeah, she is. She is pretty, pretty amazing. So we will, with that said, Jay, as always, thank you for being the amazing gentleman you are and um, the great father you are and husband. And I'm a great, you know, aunt and wife and mother of little dogs. <laughs> and, um you know, it's uh-huh. it's, uh, it's been amazing. And, Zaria, we thank you for being one of our international uh, ambassadors to the U.N. Um, Zaria will be here for the U.N. Uh, Youth Day next week, and we look forward to all of that. So with that said, we're all signing off to uh, I Want Your Number by Pat and Leather. Thank you. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.